hello and welcome to season two, episode one, dusting off the cobwebs. All your favourites are back, of course. We've got Amar, we've got Jeremy, we've got Jared. That's correct. Todd. Todd. And Todd. And Todd. Tom, is it? All your favourites and Todd. You know how it goes. <laughs> I'm Joe. The guys that brought me on as uh, host slash producer just to make sure that they don't ramble on for too long about... Um, what, it, what, what was last season really about? What was the big topics of last season for it, you guys? It was a culmination of the creative industries as well as... Um, Ed Sheeran. It was mainly Ed Sheeran. <laughs> mainly Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran with the sprinkler uh, bumble. <laughs> if anyone can help us find Ed Sheeran or anyway get him on the podcast, we're really trying to get that uh, happening Hashtag this year. Ed Sheeran. Hashtag... What was that again? <laughs> Hashtag Red Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> We've got tons and tons to talk about today uh, and some exciting news coming up uh, in the next couple of episodes. But firstly, Avengers Endgame, one of the biggest movies already. Uh, opening season was 60 million. Um, it's probably going to be the biggest movie at the opening. 60 million. Uh, 60 million. Uh, uh, opening season? It was uh, like the opening, opening weekend, open, 300 million. Uh, opening season. Though. I think it was the, like the Is first. Let's circle back. Let's circle back. Let's circle back, back, circle back yeah. to opening season. What are you hunting, mate? What are you hunting? I'm just going to let you guys go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was actually 300 million. And it was one of the biggest. In ever. the season. In the season. Not in the season. <laughs> the biggest in our season before we finished. I think what he was trying to say. So opening day, opening weekend. Yeah, opening day, that's the one I was going for. Oh, opening opening day. day. Sorry, opening day. That makes a lot of sense. Opening day. All those cobwebs just dusting those right <laughs> off. <laughs> we, we ended up going to watch it and I and was supposed to book the 8.30 session because it was so popular that it was every session was full. I ended up booking the 8.30 a.m. session. And it was Which is technically an 8.30 session. It is. It is technically. Mission accomplished. So you're welcome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting on those payments for the movie, but that's okay. Man, I paid yeah. you in cold hard cash. Oh, you did actually. You, did. you were the only for one. Once. <laughs> for once. <laughs> but, uh, we I went, didn't get my invoice. So. Yeah, we went there and um, the session was absolutely full. So there's other people who were skipping work like we did mm. <laughs> and decided well, to Well, watch. that's what happened to us. Emma booked the, the 8.30am session and he's like... Oh no! Came through the text. So what? That's how I read it. So you're just repeating the story that I just said. It's good, Todd. No, there's another so detail. There's a story where Todd. The, has the other detail was, I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just go. It's just work. 8.30 a.m. You don't work, Todd. We'll be the only ones there. For those of you who don't know, Todd actually doesn't do any work at all. He's always either on <laughs> Never holiday. Never works. And with his new girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yes. yes uh, a lot of things have changed since last season. I have an Todd, exciting announcement Someone to make. has picked up some trash off the floor and now calls it a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is the end of days. This is the first time of the apocalypse. Yeah. The end game, if you will. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. Someone snapped his fingers and got Todd a girlfriend, pretty much. <laughs> By eliminating half the what? population half the women. of eligible bachelors. What did you guys think of the movie? What was what's the consensus on the, your thoughts of the movie? Um, I didn't like it. I thought it was over dramatic. Like for lots of Avengers movies, for me, it was a lot of escapism where you know you just go there, you watch. There's a lot of action going on, a lot of pew pew pew. And I was saying that to to Todd. I was like, "Where's where's the pew pew pew?" And he's like, "It's it's coming, it's coming. Don't worry." But then it was like a lot of. I felt like I was watching a soap opera. It was very, very strange for me. And, and he'd lean across every time there's a soap opera like segment. Uh, some people call it a season. Uh, and he'd be just like, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. And he'd just start jabbing me and with I'd his little like, gun. <laughs> but I think, I think the funniest one was when Todd was about to cry. 
uh, in the movie, and yeah. Amar told him if he cried, he, he would uh, he'd beat the sh- out of him. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's leaned across and he's like, "You better yeah, not Amar's be crying." Amar's allergic to emotions. No, no, I kept I kept wiping Todd's eyes. I was like, "Come on, Todd, let's get a little tear out there. Let's cry." Needless um, to say, I loved the movie. Uh, and Amar just pestering me <laughs> for three and a half hours straight. Yeah, I, I, I gave it like a five out of ten. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I Unpopular it. opinion. But I mean, I feel like these days with movies that people condition you to like a certain movie. Like, everyone's like, oh, you've got to go see this. You have to see this. It's so good. It's so good. But is it because it's actually good or is it because that everyone on Facebook and Instagram says it's really good? So everyone's like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. Yeah, I, I love the bit where nothing happened for... <laughs> For 45 minutes That was the best You know when they're like Talking to each other For like 45 minutes And nothing happened Yeah it's called storyline No <laughs> It's just two characters talking I can see that in like uh, The, the movie was good they, the they really just had to Wrap the, the second part Of the movie up And they had to wrap Two characters And two characters And two characters And two characters All the way around And have some sort of emotion When they died Spider-Man dies <laughs> Tony Stark dies. Jeremy's awfully quiet because he didn't see the movie. Now we've spoiled it. For but him. apparently, he was going to watch the spoiler list to catch up. So, what did you learn? In this uh, I started reading it. I'm not going to lie. About the time I hit the third time travel bit, I was you were over I, cl- it. I closed it and went and played Xbox. That would be very confusing to read. <laughs> oh, Are you sure you didn't read confusing. Orson Welles' Three Thousand and One? No. Okay. <laughs> Literary burn. <laughs> <laughs> and you saying that, though, Amar, like there's lots of articles where people have posted up points in the movie where you can go to the toilet. So there are a lot, there are severe yeah. amounts of articles. So there are def- definitely people out there who agree with you, I think, on the point of saying that the mo- there are points where it really slows down. Yeah. Well, even for us, seeing it at 8.30 in the morning in Australia, we were one of the first sessions, like, globally to go in. So I remember at the end... Rag. We were, uh, we saw it first. At the end, we're like, wait, do we, do we watch all the credits and wait for an end scene, like an extra scene? And so my little brother got in, on his phone to Google it, but no one had seen the film yet. So you so, couldn't find so it so out. So you couldn't find it out. So we sat there for seven minutes. And, uh, no end scene. It was just fake no black. Yeah, like, just oh. heads up, do not wait till the end of the movie. Yeah, there you go. I've no had a few scene. friends actually text well, me and be like, how good was the end scene? the movie for you already, so I'm not going watching it. <laughs> did, they, did they try to make Captain America gay in that scene? Um, I think they did, because they were, they were in like kind of a... But he, he's got Peggy Sue or whatever, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, but he was in like this um, gay meeting of people who had lost their loved ones. It's like, yeah, I lost Paul. He's my partner. Like, yeah, we inferred that from the context of what you were talking about. And then Captain America was sitting there, but then he, like, was there like, yeah, I'm also a part of this movement. And then all of a sudden he's... He could be bi. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, problem solved. Let's just say he's America's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Did you assume Captain America's gender? It's not very 2019 of you. I didn't assume. He's an amorphous Uh, plant. We we assumed his gender preference. Oh. Well, let's talk about that point in the movie where Captain Marvel, the, the girls assemble to mm. go and take on Thanos. Like, and Captain yeah. Marvel apparently needs help, which she definitely doesn't. She destroyed a ship yeah, about five minutes Especially not from men. Captain Marvel on the Marvel scale of superheroes is one of the Eternals, the nerd hat on. But she's like what, the top tier. And then they wanted like a unification of women because you know we're all forward thinking, we're all progressive, and we want to show that we appreciate our women. So. 
what they did was assembled a band Your of women, women. <laughs> and then they all kind of nodded <laughs> each other. And then in my head was Shania Twain, um, <laughs> Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Let's go, girl. I thought, I thought Captain Marvel was actually going to say that. Oh, that but then, and then everyone's like, okay, cool, we've got to get this. And then like they're shooting bad guys. And then Captain Marvel just goes, oh, actually, I'm the most powerful being in the universe. And just goes straight beeline for this roadster or whatever it was of, of Ant-Man. And then it ends up getting destroyed. Oh yeah, the, the crappy brown van that yeah, the they, were van. they were looking for. Yeah, just do you think it's unnecessary to have like? Uh, I think it is. Like the point that there's female superheroes is great, but having them all assemble and going, hey, it's now the woman's turn, and and that stuff, it it's not needed. Like I'm all for women. Yeah, women. But <laughs> there's actually actually in the in the you part sound like one, you are. in part one uh, when they're in Wakanda battling. Yeah. There's a similar moment. Wakanda? Wakanda? Wakanda. Wakanda. When they're in Wakanda... He just shows how white scene. you actually are. <laughs> what is it? Wakanda? The is worst it? part is I don't know what I even said. <laughs> <laughs> so in Wakanda, there's a similar moment where all of the women on the field get together to, I think, battle Thanos at that point as well. Or, no, no it's the evil chips. It was their evil chick with the horns. Yeah. But there was the, the same devil. moment. And so watching that after Endgame Part 2, I was like, oh, they had this moment in the first one as well. <laughs> well, if you <laughs> watch the movie... I really regret not watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've just explained it to you quite... Totally just ruined it for you. Time Travel Part 1, Time Travel Part 2, and then yeah. two uh, Shania Twain tracks. But it's like when, when a series gets like really, really stuck for ideas, they then... It, Put in time travel. I can't. I can't remember which season, season, which series actually did this, but it happened. It happens, mm. and I, I looked at it and like time travel was such a back to the future was such a shit way for them to. That's but isn't time travel in the comic books? Like it's the, it's a part of the comic yeah, books I and a part of the is. universe. Is that 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 this actually happens? Yes, yeah, but it always feels like you know, when you're in high school when you're writing your essay or whatever, and, and you run out of travel. time. You're like, oh god! And then I woke up. And yeah. it seems like it's the fail escape without foresight of planning. And if you're doing movies for, what, 11 movies or 11 years or whatever the hell it is, mm. it seems like a bit of a cop-out. So I read on the internet because I haven't seen the movie <laughs> we're talking about, but yeah. No, I agree. Like, if everything can be undone with time travel, what's the point of it happening in the first place? Well, it's inevitable. Well, it can't, not everything can be undone because there was still ramifications of it. Tony Stark is... Well, you spoke too about how the whole scene where Hawkeye and Black Widow are fighting over who's going to jump off yeah. the edge of the world to do- kill themselves, and and, so and you magic? just you said like it, they could they could both die because <laughs> the thing is they should <laughs> they're not they really superheroes, <laughs> but the, also that they've never really built their story over the whole thing. Mm. You don't love those characters, they don't have their own movies, and they had a big chunk of this movie that we didn't care yeah. if either one uh, died I didn't care if they died the, the superpower was that I'm named after a spider <laughs> but it's the most deadly spider in the world and she can shoot you with electric bolts into yeah. your chest can she? just yeah, like the spider yeah. she smashed, the superpower remember? is she has tasers <laughs> <laughs> effectively so I does every woman I've found out <laughs> oh, 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 oh. since she started Todd dating in the bedroom <laughs> yeah. Todd so, through like a lot of tasers before his new girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> overall out of 10 everybody I thought it was a seven. Seven? Yeah. I, I loved it. <laughs> I'll give it a seven. From the blogs? Seven point five. The blogs that you read? Loved it. I really loved the uh, emotional moments that dragged on. Yeah. <laughs> it had an impressive font. <laughs> 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 
We're into episode three of Game of Thrones very soon, but the first two episodes have already come out. What are you guys' thoughts on... Because it's been a lot of setting up, really, for obviously yeah. the big battle that's about to happen. Me, I'm going to go with my I love action route. I think if you're going to have a series of only seven or eight or whatever it is, that you need to introduce a bit of action at least into each episode. But the first episode was them all kind of coming to uh, Winterfell and getting together and it's like, oh, I don't know about you. Oh, I don't know about you. Oh, but I don't know about you. And it's like just... Just a room of them going round and round in circles, zooming in everyone's face, going, "Oh, I don't know about you." I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was all everyone walking around Winfield being like, "Oh, I know about mm. you." Oh, I know about you. Yeah, I loved it. It was. Oh, it's I know building, about you. Yeah. The drama it's called storyline. Yeah. It's another thing you missed. No. Um. <laughs> but you can first storyline putting in something of actual action. No, because what it is, it's setting up all the houses. So. Some, some, some spoilers here, mate. Just for now, you're gonna give spoiler a spoiler warning for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we respect them. Biggest <laughs> movie of the year, but we don't give any. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Arya Stark and um, Baratheon's bastard Gendry. 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 He, they're no, getting together. They're going to be a force to be reckoned yeah. with. And then you, you know, you see. I, I think Reek is going to get with Sansa as well. Yeah, he's got no willy at all balls. I uh, know. That's why he's, he's got he's, a good mouth. He's though. like the least threatening. Yeah, I don't like know. The, best, the best boyfriend would be a man without a willy because he wouldn't bother you for sex. I love all the. I love all the. I feel like Sansa's at that. Shout point. out to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I love all the um, outrage with Arya boning Gendry because we know it's growing up a little and then Gendry showing her you know the man of many cum faces so it was, it was pretty <laughs> well, good the way I, it worked I saw out. a pretty great meme on that where uh, there's a photo of her them lying in bed her f- facing away from him into camera Just you've been it. watching Game of Bones haven't you <laughs> Non-stop. Winter has come. Well, that, that was the meme. The, the meme was when winter comes and you didn't. And there's Ayasar kind of looking away longingly yeah. away from Gendry. Isn't she like five years old or something? So, she's like, like 16. I, I, I don't want to get that. I'm going to have before I get in trouble. Whoa. See, I think sex has been ruined for Sansa because she was like basically raped by um, Ramsay Bolton in like the Is, is that okay five. to say? Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> I did to it. <laughs> You look like a Bolton, though. <laughs> that Bolton I'm, I'm blood all from the you. Sun People. What are they called? Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, I'm a Dawnish bastard. A Dawnish bastard. So, oh, yeah. what, what were we saying about Sansa? So, I think she would not. I don't know. Well, obviously, that's probably why she's gone for Theon, is because obviously, she doesn't have a willy, so she has no threat of uh, any anything bad happening to her. Yeah, yeah I think I think it's also she, he's the only one in the world that she can really trust because yeah. he showed some good towards her. Mm. And the stuff they went through together is like when you go through such a tragedy of. And bonding. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, but and he kind of saved her, really. Do you yeah. think Theon's had the worst treatment in the whole entire series? Oh, no, <laughs> he kind of was a bit of a dick. I don't know if you remember back in season four. Well, he did, yeah. burn, he did burn two boys alive because yeah, he couldn't you, find the stuck. Yeah. That's yeah, just leadership, I, mate. Yeah, we've you all children, been there. We'll burn <laughs> we've all had a we'll decision, mate. Oh, but what a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a beer with him. Yeah, <laughs> just don't let him babysit. Yeah, just don't let him babysit or barbecue your children. Thoughts on who's not going to make it? In, um, the, in the next I, ba- in the battle, I think uh, I think Brianna Tarth will have a very interesting death, and Jamie Lannister will probably die. But there's there's talk that he might actually be the one who's alive after all, or just lose his other hand and just have no way of fighting at all. But just here, here's my conspiracy theory: because of the writer um, George R. R. Martin, he obviously um, not obvious, but. He might have grown up as a bit of a loser in school. I'm just thinking, right? A bit of a nerd. Yeah, back in the day, like now nerds are celebrated, so it's great. I'm a nerd. 
Um, so we celebrate he, he might have been a bit of a loser and, you know, maybe the loser type character in this. You're calling yourself is, a loser? <laughs> I am a loser. <laughs> uh, the, the loser type character in this is um, the little guy. What's his name? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. What's his name then? The dwarf. Tyrion. 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 So Tyrion Lannister. I think that it's written... Probably also a loser. I think it's actually written for him. <laughs> if we just throw him And he'll out. be the one who's alive at the end of all this and he'll sit on the Iron Throne. Oh, he definitely lives, but he won't be really... He can't even get up on the throne, though. Yeah, That's going to be no. a bit awkward. They'll, they'll build a gold ladder for him. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of resources around. <laughs> I reckon one of the big questions is um, whether... Uh, Daenerys and Jon Snow both end up alive because they both have a claim to the throne now. One, one dies and one ends up pregnant. Which one? Jon <laughs> Snow definitely pregnant. Snow is pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> I mean, he was raised from with, the dead. With the white baby. Oh, Johnny. With the red god's baby. He knows something. No, how, to, see how to get people pregnant. <laughs> All I know is if Tormund dies, I revolt. You know, the, the red nut. Oh, you like oh, the red nut. Oh, he does remind right. me a little bit of you. I wish. <laughs> he's everything <laughs> I want to be. He's a shaggy giant. There's the big woman here. Yeah, he's the best. So That's do you reckon Daenerys big. and Jon would stay together and make, uh, I, make a child? I think they'll overcome their differences. Um, or they won't. <laughs> <laughs> it really narrowed it down to those two. Yeah, yeah two choices. <laughs> I also commentate on NRL in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> this team really wants to score more. Yeah. This is a game of two halves. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on to the R. Kelly documentary that is apparently is supposed to be coming out very, very soon. Lifetime has said that they're going to be making a documentary about the aftermath of everyone finding out about R. Kelly and obviously post P. Post, post R. Kelly. Can you Is it the P or what else, what else, has, what else the, has he done? The sigil of honour he, R. Kelly done. He, he has a harem of women. He was a little... Yeah, his wife knew that the... You know, that she was basically held hostage in in the um, in their mansion while he was doing all these terrible things. What I didn't know. This. Can you explain? A- it and you? and he brainwashed allegedly by the girls' parents say they brainwashed he brainwashed their daughters. Yeah. Um, they were basically doing like the Charlie Sheen thing where he had uh, a couple of young girlfriends who were also someone else held hostage. Oh, like held hostage 18 plus no. but they were out oh. Republicans so though. not that young not that young which is why the parents have to go with brain young the old man as opposed to statutory mm-hmm. so what sorry oh, Gary, the, you wanted a bit more explanation yeah just like yeah what actually happened there I just thought he just peed on some people again no no so there's uh, underage people fully sexual assault going on and oh, obviously okay. there, you know he went to schools that he used to actually was taught at and yeah. then used to groom children from the schools that he used to be at. So, Whoa. so Michael. So yeah. So there's a full, obviously, you know, inquest into into um, you know, because all these people come out and saying that they, you know they've been sexually abused by R. Kelly and. Well, you know, if you look at his track record, it kind of makes sense. He it was peeing. I was going to say not the fine upstanding yeah. citizen. But like, I feel like it was an ongoing it was an ongoing joke. Even Chappelle would say like the girls underage and and all this stuff, and then it was kind of known throughout Hollywood. But the same with like. You know, Harvey, the Harvey Weinstein incident. It was known throughout all of Hollywood that he would be like this. They'd even make jokes about it, and then no one really. That's that's a bit of a um, relevant, but like big difference in stature in the industry in terms of Harvey Weinstein is in control of so many other people's careers, whereas R. Kelly is doing this more at a rural level um, because it's not like he's the toast of Hollywood to begin yeah, with. He's like the, but uh, it's the same type of thing. He's like the like, Newcastle Harvey Weinstein as opposed yeah. to the Brisbane. No, <laughs> exactly. Weinstein. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> so he had Did a, her- he had a harem of young women that he... Yeah, he, he just and groomed did they live 
live with him? No, he just would bring them back for like basically, as you said, hold them hostage in his Dungeons house for, for weeks on end. But he's he had his wife and his other his own children that he'd had with her in the house, like in another section of the house, like at the same really? time. Like yeah, it's a it's crazy how like he's kept this like whole thing going for years and years and years. Well, as the neighbours, like what what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what is what a is parade a of <laughs> parade of people just coming into the house? What is a neighbor's legal responsibility here? Asking for tips. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> no, that's too far. Okay, <laughs> so I know that's the line for the season. That's okay, the line, that's right. the line for okay, season. Right. I did I did see him on sixty minutes, the US sixty minutes, a couple of weeks ago, and he was like tears just streaming down his face, venomously defending just his honor. Piss streaming down his face, <laughs> more or less. Um, and it is, it's, it's kind of like what Amos said before, I think. It is kind of hard to uh, give him a lot of grace now as a general audience, knowing so much of his past indiscretions. It's hard to be like, oh, well, you did that, you did that, you did that. You probably didn't do this. It really is hard to, yeah. um, if the, to believe. If the P fits, wear it. But it brings up the, I mean, it's probably a bit too serious for the discussion on here, but what's the line? Obviously, it's quite different but he's being lambasted for that, and rightfully so, despite my humorous jokes. Um, but then you've got, like, Chris Brown, known to beat a woman, yet the industry forgives him. Mean, that you know of, that's come out. Yeah. You know, and now he's uh, still got, you know, top singles coming out. Okay, so, so a bit of context to that. Not that I'm defending Chris Brown. Well, she was too lippy. Beating. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, she gave him an STD and was cheating. But allegedly, you've just put it out on the podcast. It's not allegedly. Well, I heard anymore. it in Hollywood. So so. That's in media. Now you, can, now, now you can print it. Fact. <laughs> just Wait. don't quote me. Yeah. And if you do, my name's Joe Groth. My name is obviously Joe Groth. Obviously Joe Groth. I won't be back for episode two. <laughs> um, which obviously Joe's got the same STD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never from, hit anyone for it though. From Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who gave it to Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> He did, he did spend his time in the wilderness after that. It took a few years yeah. before he was kind of... Um, could weasel his way back into... But assuming that... Uh, the entertainment Kelly, did R. Kelly go to jail after all this? He's still going through the courts at the moment, so... Yeah, I but imagine what about the first time? The documentary has been a way that people have been able to kind of get their voice out, and obviously all this stuff has come out now. There's been an inquiry and... I, I think know. now people won't put up with that sort of behaviour from celebrities. Like, before, they could probably sweep it under the rug in the 80s, the 90s. I think now. it really comes down to, like... Um, an individual's confidence and ability to speak up. So I think the more educated you are or the more wealthy you are, the more you know your rights and expectations of how other people should interact with you and how other people should treat you. But if, if this is going on in like lower socioeconomic areas, a lot of people don't feel like they have a voice or there is anyone you know, that would listen uh, in that power mm. dynamic. I think, I think yes. As opposed to just like in 2019. Also now still, creating still your own content is so easy. So it's easy for someone to, you know, get out there. It, to get out there against something else. Because before, even if they went to the courts with their lawyers, yeah, you, they, just control the local they get, you get laughed out or you get paid out. But now you can basically put it in front of the world and then the then world, it, can, make the the world can see it. They can make the decision. Then you can take them to court. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like trial by media, which is crazy. So. But it also gives no, power, power to the victim now. Well, we've seen so much uh, of that through the Me Too movement in the last two years is, is uh, trial by media, basically, where mm. as soon as the allegations hit, if the allegations are sub substantiated by one or two other people, all of a sudden people get fired, people get re you know, relegated out of the industry before it's gone to trial and before they've been convicted. Again, mm. uh, what are we 
think about that uh, it gets topic. Little, it gets also a little. Yeah, no, this is very. I loaded. think it's hard to make comedy out of, out of this situation. Yeah, I'm really trying. Yeah. Well, let's move on to something. Speaking from personal experience, a little bit lighter, maybe. That documentary I made about you. <laughs> oh. There's a book that's going to be coming out by a woman named Helen Woods, who is an ex-call girl now. She's been with a huge stars in that, sport. That's where you got the STD from. That's exactly where it started. It's Hell just a circle to of life. Helen, you dirty bird. But the big one is about Wayne Rooney apparently breaking down and crying to her just fully about his life. And the about, soccer player. Yeah, the soccer player. <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, it's how it went. Um, Wayne, how, how was it? I, I so, just earned a billion dollars and I'm loved by everyone. I just I can't do it. Apparently, according to her, in this is post-coitus, right? In the hotel room, apparently, he showed the escort his wife's pregnancy scan whilst he was with the escort. Oh. And and when a he, good guy. When, when Every, did everybody he break gets down? Different foreplay. Turn when when did things. he break down? At what part of the <laughs> after during that point when he no, showed he the pregnancy shame. scan? Like during sex or after sex? I think like, I, it doesn't really specify pre or post tears? coitus. It just it just says uh, that by he broke Helen down. Woods' book. If you want to find, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Helen Woods. Todd's just pumped because he's finally outperforms Wayne Rooney. He cries yeah, before, just, during, and after coitus. Exactly. I'm looking for like a Liptus test of what's appropriate and when to cry. A uh, Liptus test. Have any of you guys Liptus. ever been worried about? Wait, 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 wait. A Liptus test. Yeah, like Liptus iced tea. Lip- <laughs> and what does this Liptus test do exactly? It's like the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> Is it perhaps like a litmus test to test the amount of acidity in your argument? Yep. <laughs> in your anus? The level of salt. <laughs> At the moment, we're about a uh, 4 pH of salt. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not how salt that's works. That's like. <laughs> Damn, now I'm an idiot. <laughs> Have you guys ever been in your relationships ever been worried that something about you from a past relationship or if you have ever been in any situation like this at all you can relate to this in any any way at all Um, I've never cried during or after sex but I've had someone (laughs) cry after sex with me Humble obviously (laughs) what have I done so ashamed (laughs) I I think um, without revealing any too much um (laughs) You've already revealed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they were very devout, devout Christian, and um, obviously sex before marriage. Um, Todd could attest to this being being it's a resident. It's a big Christian. problem. It is. It's, it's the big, hottest of orsons. It's a big problem. And <laughs> <laughs> afterwards, she was so worried that she shamed her God. Um, yeah, that Did she, she smite you? That she no. <laughs> she, I was not smoted. Um, that, that she cried afterwards. And it was it was a strange thing. I was like, Yeah, what did you do? I just kind of sat there. Well, I was kind of a bit tired after. Was it her was first like, time? <laughs> just put out a Sudoku. <laughs> oh, hold up, hold up. Was she was she a born again or was it her first time? I, I don't know. I didn't actually go into too much detail about her religion. I feel that's it's very private. She was crying in your bed. <laughs> yeah, just gave her a box after of your poor performance. I, I was like, Asking oh, someone what religion? That's uh, that's too ca- close. I was kind of Rare. like, Oh, they're there. Like, <laughs> but I, I do think that you know, as as now a reform, reformed Christian or anti-Christian, what did I call you? I mean, Christian's fine. Okay, just a regular, regular. We don't need labels. Um, do you find? I always found that the people that got together sexually really devout early, Christian <laughs> really got together early and would marry early because they wanted sex. And there's a lot of marriages that broke up as a result of that. A lot of broken homes. What's your take on that, as a Christian? How would you fix Christianity? How would you fix <laughs> Give me a 12-step program to fix Christianity. Go. Go. Uh, I think 
I think the church has reframed this topic a lot. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. In the last, in the last uh, 10 to 20 years, I think that conversation uh, has changed a lot. Like, it, it doesn't change the, perspective, the biblical perspective on it, but I think... Um, we as a society, <laughs> look at you guys, you guys are all just, they've got these big smiles, they're like, we got him in a trap, it's a trap, <laughs> we got him. The Christianity trap. Uh, but I do think the conversation is changing a lot there from when we were teenagers, just because it's less realistic to expect someone to wait till they're 30, 35 to have sex for the first time. They're waiting to get uh, married with how old we are by the time we finish educating ourselves and really start defining our own lives in the workforce that's changed a lot in the last hundred years and i think that's definitely changing the conversation around sex before marriage so can you, you can just change any sin then <clears throat> well as i said it doesn't change the biblical perspective yeah. but uh what school of thought are you <laughs> the post-coitus <laughs> crying <laughs> crying school of thought so some of you may not know this but todd lost his virginity at 30 26 28. 20, uh, 26. 30. 26. Is it 26? Probably 26. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately I wasn't there, so I can't really... Uh, 26 in, in Christian years, 35. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you regret waiting in the end after? You're like, ah, oh, this, this is... Why did I wait for this? I, I was always, um, as you know, like I was pretty adamant about waiting till I got married to have sex. You just wanted to wait for the right guy, I understand. <laughs> And then Wayne came along. <laughs> uh, but I think, I, I think waiting till 26 uh, and then making that decision, like it was, it was an intentional and conscious decision at that point that I was kind of happy um, leaving that behind. And, and I, what I didn't want to do, I didn't want to regret getting married and being like, oh, I didn't wait. So I waited long enough to be comfortable with the change of decision. Yeah, you did. But in hindsight, uh, okay. I don't know if I would encourage my kids to make the same decision that I made. Uh, and that's probably the to best way kids. to communicate that. <laughs> 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 probably that too. What's everyone's thoughts on Australian television at the moment? Obviously, there's been a lot of dating shows, maths, and Australian what? Australian. <laughs> Does yeah. it exist? We've got uh, Lego Masters with Hamish Blake coming out. Is oh, Hamish yeah. Blake on it? Hamish Blake is the host of Lego Masters. By himself. Yeah. By we, himself, no Andy. In fairness, Andy enough, is just a Lego man. That's what he brings to the table. Enough, we were talking... Um, just lob setups. We yeah. were talking about this in the office the other day when Lego Masters came out. We thought it was like the most rubbish idea mm. ever. But putting Hamish Blake in it is, is probably its yeah. only saving grace. Yeah. Because you can't exactly make people playing with Lego fun. It's, all, it's mm. almost like silent TV, just watching people play with bricks. Like, how do you... Yeah, it takes some really good producing in order to, to make that interesting. Yeah, well, for what I've saw from previews is there's a lot it's of... It's better than this. <laughs> it's like Hamish is like him with a hammer and smashing Lego and there's like all these challenges. I mean, there's obviously different challenges that they'll have to yeah. go through. I mean, if you don't like Lego Masters, you're not going to like his next show. You know, Jenga Battles. And, uh, <laughs> Battleship Crusade. It's, they're just going through the Hasbro Collective. <laughs> Duplo Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much the summary of Australian television. It's, Check can, what can we get for free talent? They get just reality TV, someone gets on the thing, yeah. they're going to have two Children. seconds of fame. Maths. Yeah. And just pump it full of ads. And, and, and also pump it full of drama. Yeah. Just yeah. so that they get people watching but it. And then, then with this type of show, you're putting it on 7.30 at night. You've got kids watching it. You've got all the people at dinner sitting around, whatever, it's probably 6.30 to 7.30. TV dinners. Times like TV dinners. So they're getting their audience. Um, but Australian TV is dying. Streaming services are just taking over too too yeah. quickly. And 
that kind of content won't last too much longer. I'd say five years at max. Do you but think I, I feel like... No, go. You go. I feel like we've been saying Australian TV is dying for like 20 years, though. Yeah. I feel like every five years, we're like, well, it's dying now. Five years ago, you're but looking at four million viewers. Now you're looking at... If you're hitting 800 to a million, you're, you're yeah, loving it. Yeah, it's a hit show. I, I got to say, your facts just beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is on the decline. The reason why is that The people, decline? The decline. Mm. Okay. That's, that's all right. <laughs> like your hairline. <laughs> um, 26 in Christian years, mate. <laughs> it, it is, and it's because that... Can you, what are you doing? Mate, you're a footsin all over here. I'm so far in front of here that you're actually reaching over. You're Israeli. Mate, tell, tell, tell us your theories. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, gonna, like, tell us about your decline. But what happened was that people wanted to watch TV and watch content when they wanted to watch it, and TV stuck with their linear formats. And it's only now that after they've already been superseded is that they go, oh, well, cool, we've got ten now, we've got Foxtel now, you can catch up. And they went to the to the point of having linear TV that they even had like a two hour plus channel, which like back in the day was like, oh, that's cool, so I can watch my thing. You know, I've only got two times to well, watch Well, back in the day when they had two games of football, both at 7.30, the only way to watch the other game was to watch, watch it on the two-hour delay channel yeah, on Fox. Yeah, or have picture-in-picture. Picture, well, like this on, is on the TV. worst. gives you an idea of how much it's changed. As the only person here with kids, my um, son, who's five, if we're watching normal television, he doesn't understand ads. He doesn't understand putting on... Have to, oh, can we watch this show? Well, no, it's not on yet because he's just used to, since he's been three, sitting with his iPad on Netflix. Yeah. It's changed oh, so much. Yeah, exactly. Like, you think about it, we were, what, 16 or so before we got our first phone and things along those lines, well, and I, now it's... I remember the, the time when, uh, when cable first... Not when cable first came in, but as the, the tuner devices got better and you could actually record shows to watch them later without... Because before that, you had to record them on a VHS and you needed to yeah. set up the timer and it was like such a mission to watch something and on your schedule. Record and play at the and same time. And they put that yeah. signal through that would have that like, like magnetic beam through it. But you're like, oh, you know, I, I, can live with that. I wanted to watch Starship Troopers. Just recording the, all the unlocked adults only channels, just audio. Yeah. You would steal there. a car, would you? Yeah, I would if I could get away <laughs> with it. <laughs> I remember being 16 and watching Starship Troopers for the first time. And that was like just a hot sex scene. <laughs> Back in the day, was this sex scene? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. This is how Christian you were. This is how Christian that was like high up on your radar. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Well, when the aliens had sex. Yeah, a couple of those bug aliens. (laughs) No, it was just before the bug aliens. That was just an alien planting something in their brain. That wasn't sex. She wouldn't (laughs) know though because you didn't know much about sexual awakening. Yeah, how do you do sex? He had zero sexual awareness. (laughs) And when do you cry? Mr. Kama Sutra over here, you don't yeah. drill into people's heads. <laughs> Interesting Starship Troopers fact, it was the very first movie ever to be on DVD. That can't be true. That's 100% true. Absolutely not true. Look it up, uh, Siri. You call your parents. Uh, Joe, could you... Uh, yeah, I'm looking it up. Can right you look now. it up? Should yeah. we... I, I, well, Starship I will, Troopers, the first movie I would take DVD. the opposite side of that fact. This is just proving interesting is a very ambiguous term. <laughs> what are you playing with? <laughs> So did you uh, find it? You guys just want to talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll wait. Silence. I'm going to fast type up. We'll wait. Make we'll let the suspense. viewers... Uh, this is the time for you guys to have a drink while uh, <laughs> Joe taps on the keyboard. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, but so, uh, Starship Troopers was one of the first. Maybe not the first, but one of the first. I am backtracking a little bit, yes? Yes. Uh, no, I don't, I don't, <laughs> too late for that now. Starship Troopers was definitely on DVD at some stage. <laughs> yeah. Quote me, take so it to the yeah, bank. Right. Fake news. Uh, 
Starship Troopers was released at some stage on a DVD. Did anyone see number two? Literally, you are the worst person in the world. Did anyone see number two? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it was horrible. Was Neil Patrick I, Harris I was, in it? Nah, of course, nah. it would be. The, nah, no Starship for me. He it is just the like it was, it was like Snakes yeah, on a Plane and Snakes yeah. on a Train oh. type movie. Oh, Snakes on a Plane. I don't get what you say. Snakes on a Plane was good. Did you actually <laughs> watch good. it? Yes, loved it. Had that loved Australian those kid in snakes it. on that plane. <laughs> what well, actually he hasn't watched well, it. It sounds like he hasn't watched <laughs> it. At all. I read the synopsis like Avengers. Tony Stark dies. No. Well, I went Tony into Stark it, you know, because it's the opposite of what Amar's talking about. Everyone says you got to love something. Everybody said how bad that movie was in that I went in just thinking, well, I'm going to eat some popcorn. And it was and horrible. You did. And I did. It was yeah. three popcorn. packets. I, I always... <laughs> and didn't watch the movie. But it was so good. On yeah. Jeremy's point, I always find when someone says a movie's bad, if I go down with bad expectations and it's all right, I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, exactly. It was like... That's exactly what, what, what he movie? just said. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Amar, what? Can you just run me through that statement just one more time? Yeah, the statement was that well, I'm Starship feeling less Troopers confident now. <laughs> was one of the first, if not no, the, the first, first, the first DVDs Amar saw movie to be released on DVD. Incorrect. Damn. What was? Uh, there's a group of about twenty of them. So uh, Eraser, Goodfellas, uh, The Road Warrior, uh, Classics, Seven. Mate. The Birdcage, uh, The Bridges of Madison County, The Fugitive, The Mask, The Wizard of Oz, Twister. I feel like a film's missing out of that list. Unforgiven, Woodstock, uh, no, Time to Kill, and Blade, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. When was Starship Troopers yeah. released on DVD? I will find that. Mate, it was made he's after got, DVD. He's, he's going, he's going uh, to scroll, scroll quite a while. Give him a while. I only came out yesterday. <laughs> My call is Starship Troopers was made in 1996. I reckon we yeah. I feel like it's ninety six too. I say ninety five. Ninety six was a good year. I'm going up. Lock it in. It's like I reckon it's ninety. Let me uh, fill you guys in on ninety six. Salt and pepper, top of the charts. Ninety ninety nine. What do you? R Kelly had just done his first rape. Ninety seven. Ninety five. Lock it in. Drew. Oh, I feel like it's ninety (sighs) seven. Todd's on the on fire today. Nineteen ninety nine. August twenty six. He didn't say that at all. He said ninety six. No, I was was saying to Jared. I feel like Jared's gonna be right, but I already locked in ninety ninety nine. He did ninety ninety nine. He also said ninety (laughs) seven. What is the suck Todd's dick show? Can we just read down the podcast the suck Todd's uh, dick show? Joe, can, can you Google one more thing? What year was DVD invented? I think we've got to rewind it all back because Todd started this by saying Starship Troopers was the first DVD release. And then... <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's how I remember playing I it. I think all the viewers remember this. I trade in facts. All right. Throw, you, throw your dates in. Um, DVDs DVD. were released in 92. Doofde. Oh. Doofde. Oh, I reckon. What do you look? Well, how many years between 21? 98, 97? 97? What are you going? 94. I'll go 95. <laughs> what year are you? 92. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know, 95. You're trying to price this right, me. You won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will Todd's price got it right again. It's not even. He's well. seeing the screen. He's seeing the it's screen. It's a piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. I did see the screen that time. Uh, That's why I went last. I don't, I don't trust you ever. It feels good. And so, which which biblical sin did you just commit? Um, Perjury. <laughs> <laughs> sin against your God. Yeah, exactly. Amen. Google. Oh, dear yeah. me. Do you think in television the content has changed, which is making Australian television worse, or do you think yeah. it's the audience that's it, changed? It was the cash grab of the reality era. As soon the as Kardashian um, curse. As soon as your Big Brothers and things like that came on, they realised, hey, we don't have to pay talent heaps of money. We don't have to pay good actors. 
um, people will still advertise on it and people are hooked on it in its lowest you know, common form. I reckon it ties into the whole thing and everyone wants to keep up with the Joneses, your whole socials, anything like that. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. At but the podcast. whole fact that everybody just sits there wanting to compare to everybody else and put them in a pecking order and be better than them or look down on someone and especially Aussies, we've got that whole... Um, Tall poppy. poppy. Thank you. I was going to say poppy seed, which is completely wrong. Look, I'm just in a Chinese then with tall poppies but yeah so I think that's a big part of it everyone gets hooked in it and yeah to give a bit of excitement to people's lives but yeah not for me I think also the quality of uh, seasons on TV uh, has really increased so much in the last few years I'll say that joke yeah. just continued through the whole podcast only from one person in particular thanks Todd you're yeah. welcome mate I mean you are the leader now so uh, <laughs> just a tall poppy thing you yeah, know right, how man. does it feel being yeah, encased by Todd <laughs> I mean, not bad. Not great, to be honest with you. Uh, like question a re- out there to our viewers. Is Joe the new Todd? <laughs> well, listeners as well. They're, it's, is, it's a podcast. He's tw- <laughs> 26 they and Todd is. Okay. <laughs> is Emma the new Joe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? No one No one. We know, we had no, <laughs> no Todd, Todd's the new Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's the old Todd. Uh, Todd was saying that the season quality now has yeah. improved so much. Yeah, it's a good point, Chad. Yeah. The, <laughs> the season quality has gotten so much better, especially out of the States, that I think it makes it harder for international territories to compete with the quality of writing and the quality of budgets out of the States. Yeah, more money is getting definitely put into that sort of long-form series, like mm-hmm. so talking about to Goat and things like that. Um, Infinity Wars. Goat. Got. Got. I <laughs> Goat. You called it goat. Oh, goat Jeremy, your Jeremy's the new Todd. <laughs> Jeremy's the new Todd. Say it again. Oh, back to Sunday school. But yeah, the point is, it's the shift now, and it's kind of ruined a lot of movies as well. I find mm. we're talking about character development. Um, you know, you got a movie. They all have all been pushed out to two and a half hours or so as well. But yeah. it doesn't compare with like a ten episode, each one hour long TV series and development yeah, you can get you through get the, character. the characters. Yeah, or they stretch it out so it's like three. It's like a saga, or it's yeah. like three or four movies when it really only is one or two movies and, max and the budget of those I mean I don't even yeah. know what the hell yeah. goat uh, budget is per episode there's a, a lot there's a lot of stuff that's getting out there now 20 mil with big budgets what's that, that in rupees that should have <laughs> that should have big budget as as budding young that's producers really when we make content we look at other content that's out there and go steal it how the hell <laughs> make it reality check how out the hell can we steal what, this check out my new movie Transmorphers just get up <laughs> I was almost in that. I was oh, offered I a role. That, I was offered a role in that, and I was like, "I've already done one of your terrible asylum films. That's enough." Well, you're be what was yours called? The forty-year-old virgin. The forty-year-old virgin. What was the I beer one? I'd I never, be got, the, to see be the we never old got to see that. The beer girl. movie that you're in. It's called a beer tale. The twenty-six-year-old virgin. Yeah, I never got to see that. I would what, like to. What see was it about? That's a beer. sad story. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't even drink at that time. Full of regret. Yeah, that that was thirty. You were a virgin. Yeah. When you shot 40-year-old virgin? I was a virgin when I shot the 18-year-old virgin, yes. Yeah, yeah. it was the poor man's rip-off of the 40-year-old virgin. Oh, yeah, and yeah. in in the uh, in the behind-the-scenes, uh, like, what do they call that? The You had to shave your outtakes. ass for that, didn't you? No, the behind-the-scenes, like, uh, info documentary thing that they do. You're an yeah, actor, you should know this. The DVD. No, it's it's called uh, the DVD Extras. Yeah, this is your movie, mate. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, none of us have seen it. They, they, in, they interviewed each of the lead cast and they're like, so uh, tell us about your first time. And I was like, well, actually, uh, I'm a Christian and I'm still a virgin. Yeah. And then I took the opportunity to preach. Oh my God. You preached 
Saving souls, mate. You were the <laughs> in terrible teenage years. He was the poor man's Christian Jonathan Taylor Thomas back in the day. Mm. Yes, I was. He was even that at Coachella last year. <laughs> what? Were you preaching at Coachella last year? No, no, no. <laughs> Taylor Thomas. I don't know. You didn't see that photo? <laughs> we'll get it up. We'll get it up. Okay, oh, we'll JT. It. Oh, I did see that actually. Yeah. He was actually wearing the same outfit as Jonathan Taylor Thomas was in the 90s. Yeah. So if you Google Jonathan Taylor Thomas 90s and look at a photo of him, he's wearing like a checkered shirt. And, and we'll put Todd, Todd's photo up as well. Todd's wearing the Is same Jonathan Who did Taylor it better? Thomas, the Tim the Toolman kid. Tim the Toolman kid. Ah, yes, yeah. we are. Uh, you are no JTT. <laughs> it was a dream boat. Look at you. That was the, that was the year of the Olsen. You're more of a steamboat, buddy. <laughs> year of the Olsen Twins DVD and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Olsen Twins DVD, first release. How did DVD. we get there? The 90s. Huh. I'll tell you one series I was really disappointed with that's just coming out right now. Todd's Life. Is the... Todd's documentary. Is the Hannah uh, show. Have you guys seen any... Is it Hannah or Hannah? Well, it's Hannah in Australian. It's Hannah in German. Das Hanna. Do you remember the film Hanna? With, uh, with Eric Banner? Like five Eric or six Bonner? years ago? <laughs> Look at you. Do you remember Eric Banner with Eric Banner? Okay, so no, no one remembers this film? It was a really good film. No, no, no mate. You guys was that, that movie called Hanna as well? It was called Hanna, and they just turned it into And it was a, about a girl named Hanna. Okay, I've got one for you. They just turned it into a series with the lead guy from Altered Carbon, who uh, I dislike. That guy, oh, yeah. he, he can't act. I know, he's terrible, but he's... Also, the Eric Banner in this made-for-streaming movie series. That guy reminds me of he's kind of like Alex Skarsgård's like half brother, he's the worst actor. He looks a little bit like Fashbender as well. Yeah, I I actually like Fashbender. Fashbender. So yeah, I went slandering because I have a story idea that I wanted Fashbender in, and he's probably cheaper than him. So (laughs) hit us up. (laughs) Much stronger too. Uh, Assassin's Creed was one of those movies that everyone said was bad, and I really enjoyed. Yeah, I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed. You like the action. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. It just brings gravitas Assassin, to fantasy. Assassin's Creed was one of the first blockbuster games that actually had Arabic content in it. So on DVD, more power to the Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all feel like the cobwebs are dusted, and we all feeling good. We are. We're oh yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, this is uh, probably boy. We'll wrap it up, but very exciting. We're going to be going outdoors for our next podcast, which is going to be next week up mm. at Paradisco on the Sunshine Coast. Releasing the Kraken. Releasing the Kraken. We're going backstage. <laughs> Front stage. Front stage. Side stage. We're going to be talking to Touch Sensitive. We're going to have yeah, lots of guests on. That. We're going to be yeah. going out and interviewing the crowds. And if you shake really, really his cool. hand, does he like cum his pants or something? <laughs> 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 so touch sensitive. Touch sensitive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You can ask him that next week and see what he what his thoughts don't are. Don't go fuck off, mate. <laughs> don't, 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 don't ask him. Just keep touching him. Amy keeps touching him with his wet hands. Oh, the guy's like, yeah. "What are you doing?" But we got He's plenty very of stuff. sensitive. ASMR channel. <laughs> what a great way to end the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and we will see you next week at Paradisco on the Sunshine Coast. Thank you. Gonna wear my short shorts. Goodbye. Same time, different place. Todd's house. Wrong time. <laughs> At a different time, different place. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> <laughs>